This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Thanks for being with us. Uh, things are changing uh, minute by minute, it seems, when it comes to the spread of COVID-19. More, though, the response to trying to stop that spread. The Vancouver Auto Show announcing its uh, conference, its upcoming show at the conference centre, will be postponed. It is not going to be going ahead as planned because of the concern over large gatherings. And as you just heard Gord say in uh, the news, the stock market's taking a bit of a beating today. So let's keep Robert Levy on the line with us. CKNW business analyst uh, to break down the numbers and see exactly what is happening on the markets. Rob, thanks so much for staying with us. Oh, nice to be with you, Jill. Uh, so we're getting word out of uh, the European stock markets uh, having one of the worst days in history. Uh, Gord just read the numbers uh, down across the board. What is happening in the markets in light of this pandemic? Well, it, you know, it's it, it, so many factors coming into play here and everything's so quickly evolving so to put it on pin on one thing is a difficult thing to do but you know frankly it's the fact that this virus is evolving and people don't know how long it's going to last to play out for so what are the impacts and the ramifications for the global economy and then that debate is this going to be a transitory shock which was the initial maybe response to this and it would be more short-lived or is there going to be long-term ramifications global recession and that's the talk and the chatter that you're starting to hear now and then you know to follow up on that with the last night reaction what we've seen in the markets overnight and today you know some people are calling president trump's speech last night one of the most expensive speeches in history because what investors are looking for in these markets is is the certainty from policymakers and regulators on how they're going to react how they're going to support the economy and if there is stimulus a targeted stimulus is it going to be effective and what they heard last night from the oval office was essentially nonsense floating the idea of maybe a payroll tax cut and you know, untargeted measures, the uh, travel ban from Europe, and they don't see that as an adequate response. And hence, we have that drastic sell-off now again today. And uh, interesting, uh, you mentioned what came out of the States last night. Uh, just this morning, we heard as well from Doug Ford in Ontario. I don't think he actually used the word recession, although I didn't watch the entire, uh, the entire conference news conference that he held. But he did make a point uh, very high up in the conference talking about the fact that he needed to keep shovels in the ground. He talked about funding for the SkyTrain project in, in the city of Toronto, uh, very much highlighting the need to keep going to avoid a recession. And that's where people are going to look for government support in this scenario. There's very many parallels being made between 2007, 2008 and the global financial crisis. And it seems to be the chatter right now is what's expected from policymakers is to step up in a big way here in order to avoid a situation where we saw the economy, you know, take a downturn as significant as we did. Certainly we don't want to see that. It's hard making those parallels between, you know, 10, 11, 12 years ago and today because it's not the same kind of financial crisis. This is a a crisis that started with a virus shock, so something that should be short-lived and we should quickly overtake. But then, especially for Canada, you add into the mix the oil price shock, and and that's where Canada could be hit a little bit harder than, say, the rest of the global economy because, you know, the energy sector and the importance to the Canadian economy. So definitely the response from the Canadian government is crucial 
to how Canada bounces out of this. Are we able to still separate? Because earlier in the week, we were talking to Mike Campbell about that and about oil prices and about what was happening in Saudi Arabia. Was not a direct, uh, there wasn't a direct link, he said, to COVID-19. Uh, things have changed a little bit since I believe we talked about that on Monday. Uh, but like you said, the oil prices here, people might be rejoicing in BC that the price of gas is a bit lower, but a much uh, bigger issue when it comes to oil prices. You're exactly right, Jill. And that's that's with everything, you know, in, in economics. There's always going to be winners and there's always going to be losers. And we saw that in the Canadian economy in 2016. We had an oil price shock. And there are parts of the world and economies in the world that strongly benefited. In Canada, it was a net negative because of the job losses in the Alberta oil patch and the impact that it had uh, to the Canadian economy. And it's very likely to be the same this time, too. You know, the one distinction to make is, is certainly right that what Mike said, you know, there's no direct correlation between what's happening between Saudi and Russia and then what's happening with the, the spread of this virus. Uh, but what we saw initially with the spread of this virus is you had demand taken out of the equation because the factories stalled. So it was something like China cutting four million barrels a day in demand from the global oil market. And then you add into the fact that you're also taking adding supply to the equation and it's a double shock for the oil market and and that's what makes this crisis in the oil markets and the energy sector a, a little different than previous instances so one you know fewer buyers and then two more supply on the market and how much of it is and you mentioned the president's uh, speech uh, the fact that he's talking about this 30-day ban for travel to the united states uh, from europe uh, how much of that do you think is is a direct uh, uh, fact-based reaction that we're seeing this happen on the markets and how much of it is fear well i think what the markets are saying to this is okay you ban europe but you don't ban travel to other countries the uk was left off uh, there was lack of clarity last night when he was talking about people traveling or did this impact good, goods that were going to travel across from Europe. Uh, so I think the thing to sort of hang the hat on here is there's no certainty in the policy response. And, and that's what markets are showing unease with. If, if the U.S. was going to come out and say, this is how we're reacting to the virus, almost like you've seen you know, corporations around the world now start to do. The NHL's come out and said, we're suspending hockey until further notice. You know, Princess Cruz is saying we're, we're docking our ships for two months. If the U.S. gives a targeted response of how they're going to approach this and, you know, which businesses they're going to extend easing to or who's going to be allowed to defer tax payments to in order to, you know, withstand this, you know, downturn in the economy, you know, that's going to be the situation that can then alleviate some of the stress and, and give investors certainty, okay, the markets can find a bottom at, at these levels. But, you know, it's the, it's the chatter with no real implications of how this is going to play out or proceed that is the reason people are saying, okay, I'm selling stocks again today because we don't have the certainty of how it's going to continue to evolve. So do you see this continuing then until we get some kind of idea if we've turned the corner on the spread of this virus or there's some idea that we do see an end to it or a stabilizing? Personally, I do. I I, I, I see a little more downside. Uh, because we don't have that certainty yet. When it comes, and I think it's very possible that it comes to, from you know Trump and Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer and Mitch McConnell getting together and figuring out how they're going to get you know a government support package through, that could be something that gives the market a little more certainty. The U.S. Fed, you know, continuing to pump liquidity into the financial system, uh, that will be something that will support markets. But they, it does seem you know they're looking for a policy regulatory response to this. And in that instance, uh, then I think markets are going to remain vulnerable to the downside. All right. We will leave it there. Robert Levy, thank you so much. Appreciate it.
Thanks, Jill. Robert Levy is our CKNW business analyst.